Welcome to the inaugural episode of Blundercast. Here at Blunderbuss Studios, we got a lot of cool things going on, and this is the place where we will be sharing those details. We'll have a look behind the scenes here at the studio and answer questions from listeners about our projects and provide commentary on what's going on in entertainment, centralized around audio drama and podcasting. At Blunderbuss Studios, we focus on audio drama, but there's so much more in store. So let's get to it! Yeah, I guess we can call this like the first episode of Blundercast. <laughs> yeah. And this is also serving as the intermission in between the first half and the second half of season two of Neon Shadows. Oh, so it's like we're the the cream filling. Yeah, well more like if there's like you know in the little rascals mm-hmm. when people are pissed at Alfalfa and they put kitty litter in a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Because they want his date to go like garbage with Darla. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we are. <laughs> we're the kitty litter. Yeah, we're the kitty litter mixed with like peanut butter. And then when they when the five year old little girl asks us how the sandwiches are, we go Mm-mm. as we're crunching. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just we're gonna use Blunderbuss as a platform to promote all of our other stuff that's under our production house. Um, we're also going to you know, promote other networks and other people doing exactly what we're doing, but in their own flavor. And uh, I'm actually, that's one of the things I'm most excited about with this, to be honest with you. That's one of the most exciting things for me is like having other people, you know, like-minded individuals grouping up. Um, and also we got tons of like interviews that I've done over the past year and a half or so. They're just start popping out, yeah. And I'll just pull them out. Like they, 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 everyone I did an interview with, they gave me a copy of the interview, so I can, you know, post those intermittently on the Blundercast, um, which is just going to be the mm-hmm. name of the channel. Um, the episode titles are going to kind of tell you what it is and what category it goes into. So. Because, uh, you know, there's going to be a, a variance of content. There's going to be trailers for new shows. There's going to be probably the first episode of each individual series that we make. Um, yeah, that's that seems like a really good idea to have that on there. I mean, I think that'd be cool. Like anybody who's following that would always have like the first access to the first episode of something or like the extended teaser, you know? Yeah. I think that's a I think that's a great idea. That's that's my wrestling name, the extended teaser. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh I'm gonna make make you feel weird from over here. <laughs> and I'm gonna draw it out for a long time. To where it actually inverts the effect that I was originally planning on. You're just gonna end up being bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I suppose we need to introduce ourselves. So yeah, uh, this is Dan Faulkner. He's a voice actor and co-creator of Blunderbuss Studios. And uh, I'm into arting, farting, and partying. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
but I'm Ian Knowles. I'm also a co-creator of Blunderbuss Studios and the writer and creator of Neon Shadows and the voice of Frank Dixon on Neon Shadows. And uh, in the future, I hope to not have to act in any of my productions because <laughs> it adds just an, an extra layer of work. Oh, yeah, I should mention, too, that I am uh, uh, on top of being a voice actor that I am Dusty in Neon Shadows and the first season's antagonist. And that <laughs> it's a little bit important. Jonah. Yes. So um, since we're on that subject of Neon Shadows, I guess we could talk a little bit about it. And yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, the hell's wrong with you? But uh, <laughs> Get it but together. for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a noir audio drama, and uh, we do release it in podcast form. Um, we're on pretty much all the podcatchers we can be on, so it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whatever. It's on there, and I um, would have loved if you stopped after just those two. <laughs> <laughs> It's on everything. Pretty much it's all on, the ones um, you can be on. Um, YouTube. <laughs> it's just quiet. It just ends. Uh, episodes are for sale on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, we really didn't understand how to release this, so uh... I have a I have a garage sale going on. I made CDs. If you would like to come over and buy one, <laughs> yeah, I, we burned all the episodes on CDs, and then we wrote our own labels with like hearts and kisses on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's Man, different color sharpies too you know if you told some old people that that's what <laughs> podcasting is they'd probably believe you Pro- probably <laughs> and then when they that's when they say the inevitable you make money off of that then you hit them with a dude i'm a millionaire <laughs> yeah yeah way more way more than you think dude, i'm a millionaire i've got I've, I've gotten rid of like 10 cds out of my garage <laughs> i charge a lot for them so in season one, we follow Detective Frank Dixon. He's a private detective. Um, he gets kind of sucked into this case where it's kind of out of the ordinary because he's doing the typical things like finding missing persons, you know, digging up dirt on people, seeing if spouses are cheating on one another and getting proof. And out of nowhere, a lady kind of barges into his office and her name is Lady. And, uh, yeah, we're creative. That's very creative. <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking up that name. Um, <laughs> she barges into his office and kind of twists his arm. So she convinces him to look into a murder that's her married sister's boyfriend. So she's married and they act like they want to keep it hushed hush. And, uh, it turns out it's, you know, it gets more complicated than they even thought it would be. Because it ends up leading Frank and uh, Detective Joe Sutton. It leads both of them on the trail of a serial killer. And then it definitely picks up from there. And then they f- kill f- and then he Oh, wow. Yeah, that's definitely coming out, though. <laughs> I might even leave it in and just... I might, I might even leave it in, but kind of do like a little like thing on like when you're talking. He kills a little peep and he boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a lot. Yeah, not even a steady boop, just to block the whole spoiler. Just the and then boop and then boop boop boop. Yeah, let me do the fill words. <laughs> yeah. And then he boop a little boop. <laughs> but uh but yeah, and um 
So that's basically how the show starts out. And, you know, I really like the noir genre. I really like the, um, really like fantasy as well. So there are fantasy elements that trickle in over time. But uh, don't get too excited at first because if you're a fantasy fan, because there's just, it's mostly a multitude of red herrings at the beginning. Um, It's not. It's not super out there. It's not going to be a long, you know, it's not going to be a, you know, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Yeah, it's mostly like uh, tricking you into thinking like, okay, this is when it's happening and then it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, it does have elements of that in it, I would say. I mean, for sure. Uh, um, yeah, in season one, most of the elements, it's not even something you would notice till towards the end of the first season. No, and uh, completely unbiased, it was it was written well. <laughs> coming from a from a, if I was coming from an outside standpoint, it it fades, it it flows very well. Where it's not just all of a sudden just and boom, Frank's a wizard. <laughs> a wizard. <laughs> You're um, a wizard. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> you're a wizard frank oh no i guess i have to go to hogwarts yeah <laughs> like, just going to hogwarts <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the music is literally like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like yeah this is the weirdest harry potter fan fiction i've ever heard in my life <laughs> and then he uh and then him and ron start dating <laughs> yeah every fan fiction has to have some kind of some kind of like homoerotic gratification and then now they're brothers and they're but they're they they, they legally adopt harry so i can get off on the fact that they're brothers (laughs) but yeah i guess uh guess we could talk a little bit about how we feel about the show yeah then you can go ahead and start Um, yeah, I'm glad I have this opportunity finally to tell you that I'm so fucking sick and tired of this bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, um, f- the show to me is a is a kind of a breath of fresh air. Uh, it's definitely a different feel for sure. I mean, I enjoy the fantasy genre like as a whole uh, immensely. Um, but when it when it comes to tying in that I don't want to use the word gritty because I feel like it's overused, but yeah, and it's not properly used, right? Like, oh, now everything is actually a little devoid of color, and people are meaner. <laughs> yeah, people are meaner. Just assume that our our entire show, if it was visual, would all be um, very toned down. And very dull it's colors. Like, yeah, it's just like a muddy sepia tone. Yeah, and the hero that you did know has a little bit of a beard now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like you just see the character you're familiar with with the with a slight stub, and you're like, "Ooh, that's dark." You're like, "Oh, he's tougher now," and it's like he's got to <laughs> do something like they do with like HBO shows. You know, it's like. Oh, here he is. There's your favorite hero. Now he's fucking somebody. (laughs) Like, like, oh, this is real. Teen Titans. um, So, anyway, 
Yeah, no, I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy, like I said, I enjoy the fantasy aspect of the show. I enjoy the crime aspect of the show because I'm a big fan of uh, pretty much anything true crime as I think anyone in their early 30s is. But I, it, it's it's definitely, it's it's a a very good marriage of the two separate genres that off the bat, you wouldn't think necessarily would be two that would merge together. Um, but the more that I've thought about it being a part of it, the more it starts to make sense because there is so many dark shadows and, you know, in as far as the noir side goes, there's so many unknowns in these like really unsettling, suspenseful situations that really just for our sake, they're leaving themselves open to be filled with magic. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I really enjoy it. I, I, I have a great time working on it. I love working with the people that we're working with. Everybody has been great. Um, I mean, it's, it was a blast doing the Christmas episode. That was a ton of fun. Uh, the, yeah, that was nice and silly. Yeah, that was, that was great. So, you know, that's on, that's on, that's out now, right? That's not on just Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still, uh, check out our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we do have to mention, um, you know, if you like neon shadows, you like blunderbuss studios, please support these shows. Um, a way you can do that is by following us on all social media, sharing our posts, specifically the ones you like, of course. Um, and it that really helps out and it costs you nothing but if you also wanted to help us out you know monetarily it would be great to have you know people at different levels on our patreon um you know you can give as little as a dollar a month uh or you can give us you know five ten twenty you know or a thousand if you're actually a cool person but you know. <laughs> but uh but um at the $10 level, we are going to start offering standalone episodes every month. So, um, and those are going to be kind of like monster of the week, uh, kind of things, you know, how you would describe a show like supernatural or whatever, where essentially you have a, a crime or some kind of supernatural thing going on, like fantasy element wise. Um, and it's going to focus on one of the main characters from Neon Shadows solving that crime or that having that standalone episode. It's good for character development. Uh, it's good to be able to have something to offer our Patreon patrons uh, and uh, also Apple subscribers. Uh, not only can you follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, but you can also subscribe to paying tiers. And if you do that, we are also going to make that standalone episode available to you there as well mm -hmm. we bottle them ourselves um mm -hmm. and we request that you mail them in um to me yeah we didn't buy this cannery just so you could get it digitally yeah i need real tears <laughs> but no for real but, uh, you guys are gonna want to get on get on that boat um it's gonna be very cool it's those those standalone episodes are going to be a really cool thing. Uh, the, the whole project moving forward is just going to you're going to add a, if you really enjoy the story, 
and you want to be enveloped in it as much as possible and really understand what's going on, that's going to be the best way because it's going to dig into stuff that is part of that world and it's going to help that world come together even more so than it already has. Um, especially for, you know, the big fans of the show, that's, that is going to be for sure the way that you're going to want to go. Yeah. It's going to give you a lot of perspective about the surroundings, which I'm typically ambiguous about when I'm writing. Like I, I want you to know where you are. I want you to feel where you are and use mostly sound to do that. But, um, there is some things that are, you know, left in question. And some of these uh, side episodes will clear that up for you or make you feel like you understand the world a little bit more. Just for anyone who doesn't know what noir is, you know, there's no one specific defining factor. Google and the Oxford definition of it is a genre of crime film or fiction characterized by cynicism, fatalism, and moral ambiguity. Not that the show is negative. It has cynical components to it in terms of some of the characters' perspectives, you know, the, like Frank, the main character, he's particularly jaded by a lot of things in his life. He's also an ex-military vet, and so he's seen a lot of things at their worst. And, you know, it, it, it clearly carries over in his personality throughout the series. And he does grow, you know, and become more or less susceptible to different things. But... Uh, every single person in the show has, you know, flaws. They're not, there's no Mary Sue's. There's no clean, bright, perfect individuals here. There's no, people know how to do things just by stumbling upon them. You know, like it, basically everyone has to pay their pound of flesh when it comes to the show. And well, which uh, as a, as a listener, you know, as someone who personally listens to a ton of podcasts um and reads a bunch of different you know books and comic books and everything i think everyone can agree that the mary sues are the absolute worst so get out of here superman (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's it's some people are gonna be mad they like their underwear on the outside that is true sometimes that's uh the way that you do it i guess but i I I really enjoy when a character is more real. Um, you know, it's fun to escape a little bit, but I don't want to escape so far to a point that's just totally unbelievable. Like, I mean, you know, as crazy as a world is this, you know, this world that we have on the show, like it feels grounded. And I think, yeah, there's a suspe- suspension of disbelief. And I think that's important. I think that's extremely important and um, makes it much more enjoyable to listen to because you're like, oh, this could be happening. You know, not. Right. Yeah. It it feels all very, um, like you said, grounded. And that's how I tried to write, especially all, we'll just call it like the human components. I tried to make all the dialogue uh, feel very real. Tried to make it very clear when certain characters are you know, friends or have developed uh, pre-show experiences with each other. You know, like there's certain, like, when it comes to Frank talking to Joe, for instance, they make harsh jabs at each other and they really bust each other's chops. 
Whereas when Frank is talking to Dusty, it's a little more protective, like he's his son. And it's a little more endearing on a personal level and kind of strays away from the darker topics with each other. So right now we're in a break between season two, part one and season two, part two. Um, the, it, the season was split in half. It's 11 episodes total. So uh, we stopped at the sixth episode and we're going to wrap up the editing. And the, the uh, seventh episode will be starting up August 3rd. Guys, get ready for the end of this season. The second half of this season is going to be absolutely nuts. We have some amazing voice talent on this season. The every Everything has ramped up so much this season as far as quality, uh, craziness, you know, just some big twists and turns, some big moments happening. Uh, it's the second half of this season has to be heard. You have to hear it. It is good. It is so good. And you you can't miss it. You just can't miss it. You got to make sure that you got your, uh, you know, whatever, wherever you're listening to it and however you're listening to it, make sure that you're on those social media pages and keeping up with, you know, the release dates and anything that we, you know, Patreon is a good place because we always post stuff there first. Something always pops up there. You know, if there's something coming up or, you know, whatever it may be, that's the place. Um, and then it follows on the other social media pages, obviously, uh, <clears throat> if it's very important. Um, but if you want that first access to any cool information, the Patreon is a place to be. But that being said, um, you know, the the end the end of uh, part two, the end of season two, part two is. I think going to blow everybody's minds. I think your brain's going to melt out of your head. <laughs> it's it's extremely cool. I don't know. It's that. just I, I like it a lot. I was I like it so much. Yeah. And um, uh, just to clarify, I didn't write any of this. <laughs> so I don't want to sit here and uh, sound like I'm like, I came up with it and I'm like, oh, good job, me. I, di- I don't. I just do the I just <laughs> do the voice acting on this show. Uh, Ian does uh, an infinite amount more work than I do on this show. But as somebody who does listen, I listen to every episode multiple times after it comes out um, and during recording and, you know, as we're going through it. And I, I got to tell you. It is, it's freaking cool, man. <laughs> it's so cool. And to uh, to add on to how you mentioned, you know, everything stepped up in this season. Um, you know, the first season we were all kind of, basically everybody who worked on it were amateurs. You know, uh, Sean Goodrich, who plays Ulysses, had the most experience out of all of us. Mm-hmm. And, um... Other than that, we were all just friends and acquaintances who just thought, let's try to do this cool thing together. Um, So me and Tyler started working on the music, and I started writing, and then it all just kind of fell in, and we just decided to start start going for it. Um, In season two, um, I'm just surprised that the 
the caliber of voice actor that wants to work with us. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, like Blythe Renee, who's done voices for the Borderlands series. Um, we got David Alt. Yeah, from the No Sleep like, podcast and also a thousand other things. Yeah, Ellie Hirschman. Like, dude. People have been listening it's to nuts. for like five, yeah. six years. <laughs> I've literally, I am almost all the way caught up with the No Sleep podcast. And literally every time he comes on, I'm like, holy crap, I, I did a show with him. <laughs> like, <laughs> That I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, like, it is a really cool thing to be able to do that. Um, but you know, we have some other new voice actors too that came in that are uh, just absolutely killing it. I mean, people that have not done this. Yeah, we it's... we lucked out and grabbed a couple people that hardly had a clue what they were doing until we gave them some direction and like and just like sent them on their way to to try it out you know like uh, i mean i still don't know what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah everything's kind of a work in progress yeah it's it's really impressive to hear the just overall quality jump uh from season one to season two not that season one is bad i'm not saying that i'm just saying uh as somebody who you know, Ian and I started having this conversation about this show like a while ago, <laughs> you know, and as somebody who had that conversation with you for, you know, when we were like not sure what we were even going to do with, you know, what with the idea for sure was going to be or like, <laughs> yeah, you know, going from that to see it happen. Season one was so exciting. You know, that was such a cool thing. like to see that come out and then uh season two coming out and hearing that quality jump, like as we all learn together and as we bring in just more talent into our, you know, group, which, you know, is another big thing with, you know, blunderbuss is we want to not just for our own benefit, like we want to help other people. Uh, you know be a part of that like let's make something cool together like i this isn't you know if the show ends up being extremely successful obviously that is a very cool thing and and you know anyone would be lucky to have that happen to their show no matter who you are but just the how enjoyable it is to do it the process of doing it is to me it's you're just having like fun the entire time i mean that's coming from the voice acting side like i'm sure the editing part is significant yeah i'm not i'm not yelling this is fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah while you're editing this is great three months later (laughs) right but it's a cool process i mean you know a lot of us are are artists in other aspects uh, you know in different mediums other than vocal and you know instrumental uh paper paint you know whatever there's a lot of all of us dabble and i think a little bit of all of it and you know that that there's something about the process of art in general that is just uh, therapeutic yeah (laughs) you know it's cathartic it's it's part of why we do what we do getting to you know get on there and you know you play a character that's a complete psycho (laughs) is fun 
you know, it's, it's fun. You know, I mean, everyone around you while you're doing it is like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> but you're like, that, what else is he capable of? <laughs> right. That being said, this whole, this whole process has just been so enjoyable and I am so happy to have been a part of it. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing about art in general is not necessarily to sell it now obviously it takes money to make things you know i i understand that and it is necessary but the getting to share it and make it with other people is such a fulfilling and enjoyable experience and i really hope and i do believe but i do hope that everybody can tell that when they listen to the show the, the you know the passion that everybody involved has in this project and the amount of work and time you know because we just want to do something cool we just want to do something cool with you guys like yeah you know, i just want to push cool stories out in the world and make people think and inspire them to write their own yeah absolutely i mean that's that's what it's all about i you know make make but, more uh, make more cool stuff yeah make more cool stuff there's not enough cool stuff out in the world so we're gonna make more um but to kind of elaborate further on what you said we'll kind of wrap up with with this um blunderbuss studios is you know just like our small production house we focus on like audio fiction and audio drama we got a lot more stuff going on in the background. Neon Shadows is just like our flagship show. That's the one we have fully produced that's published. You know, there's a, a whole season and a half out already, and there's plans for it to keep on going. But also there are some other interesting things going on in the back as well. Uh, nothing we're really going to talk about that much. Um, there is one other show that's going to be coming out sooner rather than later that it's real enough for us to talk about because it's pretty much written already um is we have a another account on twitter called um at tales horror um it's tales of horror and mystery mm -hmm. it started as me compiling my digital artwork with a specific tone kind of like the scary stories tone if anyone's familiar with the scary stories that tell in the dark series, um, I made a bunch of art that was in line with that tone. And then I gave the artwork to a bunch of writers and they wrote a story that was centric around that drawing. And then some I did vice versa, um, just to try some new stuff out. So it features a couple poems from myself and short stories, short horror stories from. A bunch of talented but uh, invisible artists, we'll put it. Um, they're great writers, but they haven't really got in front of anyone or anything published out there. So I No, they're actually see-through. Yeah, they're actually see-through. But I helped them curate their content, and we were planning on releasing a book. Um, but it's going to take a long time to compile the amount of stories I want to compile to release that book. And the artwork takes a long time. It just kind of happens when it happens. So what we're actually going to do is take the stories that we already have and convert them into screenplays and make episodes of a show that's kind of like Outer Limits, Twilight Zone. It's uh, 
you know, it's, it is horror based, but there are some science fiction, some thrilling aspects to it. So it's not just like it's just hard coded to one thing. But uh, expect that uh, more details on that soon. You can follow the Twitter right now and check out the artwork and any kind of teasers we have up for the other stuff that we're going to be use, using as supplemental for this podcast, essentially. But it, it's also going to be an audio drama podcast. We're really excited about that. Very. And uh, yeah, we also take, we're going to be taking user submissions. We'll also mention that online. We'll have to work out the kinks because this is all, this part is all new. But I think it's a great way for us to interact with our community and be able to empire, empire, um, <laughs> it's a great way to, <laughs> you're going to get impaired. Yeah, you're going to get impaired. Um, but it's a great way to empower our audience to be the best artists and writers that they can be uh, on top of that, giving us content and being able to kind of like use the content that you've created to give back to everyone else as well on top of our original works. And, you know, yep. we'll work out all the kinks together. So that's, that's all really all I have for like upcoming stuff. When it comes to the studio housing, many different things, we have a separate Twitter for Blunderbuss Studios and Neon Shadows and Tales of Horror. Um, they're all separated right now. For Blunderbuss Studios, that's where you're kind of kind of get a little bit of information about everything. That is also kind of where you can go to submit things like ideas or stories or anything like that. Uh, also, this is kind of like an outreach to creators as well. If you want to network, you just DM us. We're always open. Um, but if you'd like to create content under our production house, we're totally cool with that too. You know, no, no team is too small. No team is too big. You would retain all your IPs and all your own, all your own stuff that you create, you know, and, but then we can also help you too. If, if you need help with whether it's writing or uh, advice or sound production or marketing, you know, we can, we can help each other out with all of that. We plan on doing more of these. A blunder cast where we're just going to touch on a wide variety of things going on with the production house, you know, probably current events as they apply to things like podcasting and audio drama and all the different things that go on with that. You know, hopefully I'll be able to talk to more members of Neon Shadows cast and you'll also be hearing these cast members and any other productions done by this production house. Uh, because we're all kind of like a, we're all kind of like a theater troupe at this point. Yeah, I I would agree with that. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, like we're just gonna keep making cool stuff, whether you like it or not. But <laughs> we'd love it if you liked it. So do come on, try stop us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess for for me to wrap up at the end of this, uh, I just like to say. From the, you know, if I, if I'm not on a future episode, it's other cast members, you know, from the bottom of my heart, you know, thank you to literally every single person that is involved in this in literally any way. It takes every single one of those people to make this happen at all. So I just really appreciate everyone. Uh, I really appreciate everybody that's listening, everyone that interacts with us. Everyone that I've worked with, uh, this has been a blast. Thank you, everybody. Well, that's it for Blundercast. 
And we are your hosts, Ian Knowles and Dan Faulkner. And we'll see you around. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at at Blunderbusters. If you'd like to make an inquiry, please send it to blunderbuststudios at gmail.com. That's blunderbuststudios at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Blundercast from Blunderbuss Studios. <laughs>